You are now entering the second half of the homeschool year, and I can almost guarantee that there are probably various levels of excitement to that kind of news in your home when it comes back to getting into the homeschool year. And I have felt it before in my life as well. Maybe it's you that's not super excited, or maybe you are excited and the kids are vice versa. But there's probably just different levels as we get back into the homeschool year, and that's okay. It's completely normal. Now, if you missed my last podcast episode where we were talking about chores and getting the housework done, you did hear me mention, I just want to put a bug in your ear and remind you that the Tidy Home course is currently on sale. But this sale ends tomorrow evening, January 5th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you want to get $30 off of the program, you need to enter the coupon code CLEANHOME before that time. And you can head to littlebylittlehomeschool.com backslash tidyhome for all the information and to get enrolled today. If you're like, I'm not quite sure what she's talking about, listen to this episode and then be sure to go back and listen to the episode before this one and also to check out that link to all the information. But today let's talk about all that you as the homeschool mom needs to get back on track with your homeschool after that wonderful holiday break that you have had. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. I really hope that you had a really wonderful Christmas break and just had a good time off from your homeschool. Whether that break was a week or a couple weeks, or maybe you're a family that takes the entire month of December off, no matter what that is, no matter even if you started back to your homeschool already or you are looking at starting here soon, or maybe you're going to wait a couple more weeks, that's the beauty and the amazing thing about homeschool. None of those is more right or wrong than any of the others. You just have to do what is going to be best for your family right now this year. But you are ready. We're talking today about being ready to get back into the swing of homeschool. But let's ditch all of the things that didn't go well before break. And when I said that, there were instantly some things that you thought of. You're also thinking to yourself, okay, math didn't go great. So does that mean we get to drop the math because my fifth grader would really, really like that? Not necessarily. In that instance, I would highly, highly suggest taking a look at what is not going well with the math. Is it the entire program needs to be scrapped and you need to use a different resource? Or maybe you are requiring them to do 30 problems every single day and it's just the same stuff over and over and over again, like it is with math and that is an okay thing. Maybe that means you scale back and they only have to do 15 problems. Or maybe it's just the way the style of the teaching, whatever the problem is, and that's a great thing about homeschool, and that's something also that can be a challenge is that there's a lot of problem solving that goes into it. But let's start back now with this part of the homeschool year and let's ditch the things that weren't going well, the things that were causing tears and frustration 
and or let's adjust and pivot those things. So I've got a couple of really key points I want to make for you to focus on as you start back after this holiday break. For me, I have always loved coming back after the holiday break. And I know that, you know, it's the winter time and it's darker and it's gloomier. Maybe it's not really a great time for setting up goals and to starting things feeling like you're starting fresh off. But because we flip the calendar and most of society kind of does that, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with saying that this is an opportunity for a fresh beginning. Maybe you ended the homeschool year before your holiday break and you found that there was just a lot of frustrations and it was a welcome time to be able to take a break and to take Christmas and New Year's off. And you're saying, I don't want to start back at all because it just didn't start well. Well, today, I'm really hoping to give you, let's, let's turn that 180 degrees, that thinking, the feeling, the attitude that you have about it. And maybe it ended really well. I am so glad to hear that. I enjoy getting back into the swing of things, getting back into a routine, especially when my kids were younger. It was really nice to have off for Christmas break, but too long having off, we start to get squirrely. and. I would start to notice behavior problems and issues, and there just was a lack of focus. And as soon as we kind of started back and having more of a routine, things fell into place and everybody leveled out. And you're probably nodding your head right now saying, yep, that's probably what the concern is. It's probably going to be the solution that we need right here. But I'm going to offer you right now, I have four key points that I want to make to think about when this episode is done is to stop and think, unless you want, are interested in the what I'm talking about, the tidy home. And you're like, what is she talking about the housework? And you go back and listen to 217. But after, in between there at least, sit and think and ponder upon these and come up with a plan that's going to work for you and going to work for your kids and going to work for you guys just right now. Don't worry necessarily what's going to work in a year or maybe things need to be adjusted already from when you started in August or September. Let's do that together right now. The very top, like tippy top point that I want to make with you here is this one. Number one is to revisit your why and your vision statement. Why do that? Well, if you don't have a roadmap, yeah, you're going to get somewhere. You're going to get to an end destination. Who knows where it is? You might start off, say, in the middle of the country and get on the road, not have a roadmap, you might end up north, east, south, west. Doesn't mean you're gonna end up in a bad place, but you probably aren't going to end up going somewhere great. It won't be as great as it could be if you know where you're going. When this relates to homeschool, yeah, you can get through your homeschool years, and I don't want you to just quote unquote get through your homeschool years. That is absolutely, that's like the opposite of what I want to encourage you to do. I want you to get to the end point of homeschool and say, we put forth the best effort. We knew where we were going. We had a roadmap. And that is your why for homeschooling and staying focused to that. And it's also having your vision statement for your family, for your homeschool, maybe possibly separating those two out or possibly doing those together because homeschool is an entire lifestyle. But when you revisit those two things, it helps to get your mind refocused again on what is the destination. Where are you trying to get to? This is a mandatory first step in Clarify Your Homeschool. I mean, I guess not mandatory. I don't make, I can't make anybody. But the moms that go through Clarify Your Homeschool, they say, wow, I saw the entire program and all of homeschool completely different. 
There was a mom recently who said as she went through and saw her why, she saw that her original why wasn't really going to carry them through. She realized that there really is a deeper why and took the time to really evaluate that. And it, it took her some time. It took her some days to just sit and be introspective and be like, okay, this is not the right reason for why we're homeschooling. Let's turn it around into a positive reason for why we are homeschooling. And it completely set the trajectory of her going through Clarifier Homeschool much different. If you want information for that, it's clarifierhomeschool.com. But if you don't have a why and a vision statement, you don't have the roadmap. Yeah, you'll get somewhere fine. It'll be a fine road trip. But what if you knew your why? You wrote it down. I highly encourage you to sit down and write down why are we homeschooling? Because that's going to help you keep the momentum. That's going to help you on those days, those weeks, those months, those years even, when homeschool gets really hard and you want to quit, you're saying, no, this is why we are doing it. We are going to stay the course. We're not going to give up on this. And your vision statement is a positive statement. It is looking at what do we want to accomplish with our children? How do we want to raise them? What is going to be the focus? What, what is the end goal? Because I can promise you, and I know you've heard this time after time after time, and this is coming from a mom who heard it time after time after time, and now is towards the end of that. The time really does go fast, and I am so glad that we had a vision for how we wanted to raise our children, because homeschooling goes beyond just the formal academics. It is an entire lifestyle, an entire focus of, like I have mentioned many times before, who are these human beings, these amazing people God has blessed us with? Who are the young adults we want to put out into the world? So know that and then, then do some reverse engineering and say, how do we get to that point? Now, every single child is unique, have different personalities, and there's going to be different experiences. So there is no guarantee but along the way, let's have a roadmap. So that is why revisiting your why and your vision statement right now as you get back to your homeschool year is a really good way to refocus and to keep your eyes on what you really are doing and why you're doing this homeschool thing because it can be very easy to give up if you don't know those things. Second key point I want to make is to sit down and evaluate the first half of your homeschool year. Write down what went well and what didn't go well. Now, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast episode, there's some things you just be like, that did not go well. Guess what, mom? Ditch it. Don't do it again. It's okay. But there might be some things, like I mentioned, math, maybe language arts, spelling, writing, some of those subjects, and you might have a child or two or all of them that are not happy with it. This is when you get to problem solve and you get to troubleshoot and you get to figure out how can we adjust as I mentioned earlier, again, you can adjust the actual program that you're using or completely change the program, or maybe it's just taking a little bit of time off from that. So sit down and write down what went well. The things that went well, do those and maybe do more of them. Maybe you started doing read-alouds and it went really well and you say to yourself, hmm, I think I'd like to do this for longer than just maybe 15 minutes. That is a great way to adjust. Take a look at what didn't go well. Some of those things you can completely just cross off, toss the books, get rid of them, the resources, and don't even look back. Or maybe it needs to be adjusted. But don't get yourself down or anything as you look back and you say to yourself, I wish that I had stopped doing 
whatever it is sooner that just wasn't going well. Don't let that get you down. This is the opportunity that you have with restarting now after the Christmas break. And this is the time that you have that you can adjust. And I want you to get excited. Don't focus too much on what didn't go well. It didn't go well. Okay, you tried it. Didn't go good. Let's not do it again. Or let's revisit it again in a couple years when the kids are a little bit older. Keep your excitement. Don't let anything that you feel like maybe you should have quit earlier, don't let that get you down. Okay, don't let it hold you back. The rest of this homeschool year is going to be really good. Key point number three I want to make is to look back on the plans that you made at the beginning of the homeschool year and see what maybe you have forgotten about. I am very guilty of this. I will come up with great plans in July and August, and then we'll get started in either August or September. And I highly recommend a slow start. And that's something you can do right now, too, in January. If you're not ready to jump straight into full homeschool days. And when I say a full homeschool day, a full homeschool day is not 8 to 4.30. It is not 9 to 5. It's not even a 9 to 2.33 or whatever the school system is. It is definitely not that long. But maybe you're not ready to jump into the full one, two, or three hours that you were doing in November. That's okay. Nobody says you have to. You can do a slow start. So for me, when it comes to the beginning of the homeschool year, I do a slow start. We've done that for many years because oftentimes we're learning new resources. We're learning a new rhythm, a new system to our days, and it takes some time. Instead of frustrating everybody and just pulling the rug out from underneath them from their summer break and suddenly jumping into a full homeschool day, that can be really overwhelming. I'm setting myself up for some meltdowns. So I do a slow start, and you can do that right now as well. But what often happens with that slow start is I have these great plans. I'm like, okay, we will start doing this in October or November. And then I get to January and I realize, oh, I didn't start doing that like I was planning to. Or maybe I had it in my plans and I wasn't going to start it again or start it from the very beginning until January or February. Something that we were going to do for the second half of the homeschool year. And those can be really easy to forget about. So I hope that you did take some time to write out your plans. I highly recommend doing that before the homeschool year. And I highly recommend doing that right now. If you have not done that or if you are making adjustments, write those down. Because come March or April, you might have forgotten some of the things that you said you wanted to do right now today while you are listening to this episode. So take a moment, look back at the plans that you've made and see what you've forgotten about and see how that can be incorporated into your day or maybe it replaces something else. The final key point I want to make here, as you get back to your homeschool year, which I'm really excited about you doing this and getting back into the rhythm and it being a really, really good rest of your homeschool year, is to think about the fact that it is winter right now. And the winter, it is a great time to hunker down. When my kids were young, especially, we got the most, the bulk of our homeschool curriculum done in the winter time. It is a time where you can get really focused and we can spend some great time outside and studying and exploring nature in the outdoors, but we can really enjoy the inside coziness. And we could enjoy the fact that a lot of activities that we participated in in the fall, in the spring, were not happening there in the winter. We didn't do winter sports when my kids were younger. Therefore, we were home a lot and we could really spend the time on all of those things that I really wanted us to do. Sometimes I will be honest and tell you I was a little bit extra and we probably did too much. But we'll just say at this point, it helped my kids to build some character. That's what we like to say in my family when they 
try to bring up stories like, I know, but it built your character and like, yeah, okay, mom. <laughs> but get really focused this winter. Don't lose this time of these few months where it is cold and it's cloudy and you just maybe have a little bit more margin in your day. You can really hone in and use these few months, utilize them to do what is best in your homeschool and to add in some really great education to your kids. Maybe it's a good time. You're like, you know what? Now maybe we'll pull out some arts and crafts. Maybe you're not an arts and crafts kind of mom and that's okay. There's lots of you out there. Maybe this is a time where you set up an art center or something in the corner of a basement or a living room or somewhere and you just set up a table and let them just have at it, whether it's coloring and it's glue and it's whatever. And you set up maybe some tablecloths and you put some stuff on the floor so when the things fall, you don't get upset. And just focus in on those things that you can just maybe wouldn't ha have time or take the time to do the rest of the year. You can really do it over the winter time and focus in on some really great education for them. Maybe you guys step out of the box and learn some new things that you've not learned before. Maybe you go and do more field trips, more indoor field trips, head to museums and art galleries. And this is the time where you really just soak in the ability to have have the freedom that you have when it comes to homeschool and you get to create this homeschool. It is so exciting. And those of you who are saying it is not exciting, it is scary. I want to see over at Clarify Your Homeschool. I would be overjoyed to be able to walk you through that. But use the time this winter because we all know that once the spring happens and the birds start singing, the days get longer, the days get warmer, the spring can be very distracting. So don't be afraid to use these cold days don't ignore the great outdoors. It's a great time to be able to explore and for kids to be able to see the different seasons, but enjoy the coziness and hopefully maybe a little bit margin in your winter, unless your kids participate in winter sports. This might be like the height of everything, and maybe you take this and you take this information and it applies more so to your spring and to your fall. Before we close out, I just want to say that I am just so thrilled that you are here and that you are homeschooling and that you are looking to get set back up with your homeschool year and start off on the right foot. Maybe it ended on the wrong foot, or maybe it did end up in the right foot and you want to keep it on the right foot. I highly encourage you to go back through these couple of points I made. So just a quick review. Number one is to revisit your why and vision statement. Number two is to reevaluate what went well and what didn't go well the first half of the homeschool year. Three is to look back on the plans that you made before the homeschool year and figure out what you are missing. Maybe some of those things need to be ditched, but what you would like to add in. And fourth is to use this time during the winter to hunker down and to add some really great educational opportunities for your kids. This is going to be my one final last call here on the podcast for you to be able to join the Tidy Home with the discount. Now, the Tidy Home will continue to stay open and be available to you. But if you would like the $30 off discount, you can use coupon code CLEANHOME at littlebylittlehomeschool.com backslash tidyhome, and you can use that code to get $30 off between now and basically through tomorrow. Tomorrow evening, right before midnight on January 5th, the sale will end, and I would love to be able to see you get over there on that sale price. If you are wondering what is a tidy home, it is an opportunity for you to be able to create a chore system for your family that works specifically for your family in this exact season of life that you find yourself. And it is one that can be adjusted 
as your kids get older, and I talk a lot about that as well. So littlebylittlehomeschool.com backslash tidyhome and use coupon code CLEANHOME. Friend, I'm excited for this new year. It is a great time to for new beginnings, even though it's cold and we kind of just want to bundle up a bit. But I just wish you a blessed day, and I'll see you back here on the podcast after the weekend. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.